Hello everyone, welcome to the 12th episode of my podcast called Hannah's Song of the Week. My name is Hannah, and the song that I can't seem to get out of my head this week is Happier Than Ever by Billie Eilish. everyone to the show. I missed you all last week, but I really hope that you are all caught up and you are ready to talk about some new music. I'm super excited that concerts are slowly starting to open back because after not having live music for over a year, it feels so weird. Like it feels like part of me has been like super empty for like a year and a half now because I used to go to concerts all the time, but the light is at the end of the tunnel and I'm super excited to finally be able to go back to festivals and to be able to go back to shows. And the artist that I chose for this week is actually going to be going on a huge tour for her second album now, but I'm super excited for the song this week because as soon as I heard this song for the first time, I was like, this has to be the song of the week when I come back to do it because I heard it while I was on my vacation last week and it just immediately clicked. Like, this is gonna have to be the song. And the song today, as you heard in the intro, is Happier Than Ever by Billie Eilish. Fair warning before I continue on with this episode, a lot of Billie's music does cover heavy topics such as toxic relationships and depression, suicide, and mental illness, so just be aware of that. And then also this song, when I talk about the lyrics, like I've said before, I really hate censoring artists. I think that's really dumb. They put in curse words for a reason, so I will be saying some big curse words today very frequently, so if that's something you don't like either, just a little bit of a heads up. So this song is actually the title track song for Billy's second album, Happier Than Ever, and this song is a complete standout song on the album, and we'll talk about why And to me, it is the best song on the album. I don't know how controversial this will be, but this album to me is really a 50-50 shot. Like, there are a good handful of songs on this album that I really do enjoy, and there are a good handful of songs on this album that I'm like, what? I kind of, I'm not a big fan. Happier Than Ever, to me, sounds a little bit too much, like, when we all fall asleep, where do we go? But it sounds like it a little bit too much in the sense that it sounds safe. It doesn't sound very experimental. And that's fine. I think it's fine if artists make the same type of music and they make the same type of songs, but they do have to be different in some way or else you can put that on the same album, right? And I think Happier Than Ever does a good job at being a second album because the themes of this album are very different than the first album. Like this album is full of breakup songs and hopeful songs and maybe songs that jab at her career life in the music industry. And those songs that do that are my favorite songs off this album. So my favorite songs are like Getting Older, which is the first song on the album. I really like that. I love Your Power. I think it's very important. And I also really like Not My Responsibility because it's kind of like a spoken word song with music in the background. And then obviously happier than ever. And the song after that, Male Fantasy, is also really good. But there are certain songs off this album that just do not 
do it for me. Another song that I actually really love off this album, and it was the first single off this album, is My Future. My Future, when I heard it, this is what I wanted Happier Than Ever to sound like, which is this jazzy, but still elect that electro pop that Billy brings to the table. But most of the album doesn't really have what My Future brings. Instead, we have songs like Billy Bossa Nova and Oxytocin and Goldwing. Those are kind of like not my favorite. But, you know, Everyone likes different things, and so I'm sure there are people out there who love every single song off this album. I guess with the promotion of this album and Billy being a blonde, I was kind of hoping for something a little bit different than that complete dark electropop we got from When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? And I do think we get that in some aspects in Happier Than Ever, but we don't in other aspects. That's why I say that this album is like 50-50 to me because I really do believe like half of the album is great and then I believe that the other half is not. But I think mainly I feel these feelings because it's so hard to make a sequel album to a first album that had so much commercial success and that is such a brilliant album. Like when we all fall asleep, where do we go? I think did something in the pop world that we had not seen before and I don't know how she could follow up that album with a sequel album, and I think Happier Than Ever really does its best. And it is still a good album, but it is so hard to follow up on something that just had such big success, and an era of her life that we will always remember is when we all fall asleep, where do we go? So when you think of it that way, Happier Than Ever is a success, and it does get off what it needs to. I found Billie Eilish just like everyone else found Billie Eilish on the radio. I heard her song Ocean Eyes, and honestly, I wasn't really a big fan of Ocean Eyes, but I became a big fan of Billie Eilish when I listened to When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? Because I really appreciated the kind of like spooky aesthetic that she had with that album and how open she was to talk about hard topics in that album, like depression and suicide and things like that. Well, let's get to know a little bit more about this big pop sensation. Billie Eilish Pirate Baird O'Connell was born on December 18th, 2001. This makes her a Sagittarius, and she was born in Los Angeles, California. Los Angeles and Austin are very similar in that way, where it's like you don't hear that a lot of people are actually born there. So I was kind of surprised by that. But she is the daughter of Maggie Baird and Patrick O'Donnell, who are both actors. Maggie is an acting teacher, and they are also both musicians. So it kind of makes sense how she became who she is today. She and her brother are homeschool kids. Her parents wanted to do this for them to give them time in their early years to kind of pursue what they want to. Things like acting and dancing and music and fine arts. Eilish says that her brother and her mother really encourage her to get into music, and her brother Phineas is always with her behind the scenes helping write and produce her music. At age 13, she started writing music with Phineas, and on November 18th, 2015, she released the song Ocean Eyes. Now, Ocean Eyes wasn't a big hit at the beginning. They released it on SoundCloud and received several thousand listens in two weeks. And Phineas's manager, Danny Rukeson, actually reached out to try and get Billy some fame. In 2017, she announced her debut EP, Don't Smile At Me. It was a sleeper hit, reaching number 14 on the U.S. Billboard 200. And Billy started gaining more attention as she released singles off of her first debut album, when we all fall asleep, where do we go? And it was also during this time that she got a deal with Spotify to help promote her music, so I think that helped her reach the charts as well. The album, When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go, was released on March 29th, 2019. 
Upon the debut, she broke the record for most simultaneously charting Hot 100 songs by a female artist with 14 songs, which was every single song off of that album. The fifth single, Bad Guy, was released, and in August that year, it peaked on number one, being the first artist born into the 2000s and youngest artist since Lord to have a number one single. And it's really funny to me because we talked about Lord breaking that record only a couple weeks ago, and now we're talking about Billie Eilish coming in and taking it from her. She then went on a huge tour for her debut album and was recruited to be the James Bond artist for the new movie No Time to Die. She sweeped the 2020 Grammys. She won Best New Artist, Best Pop Vocal Album, Album of the Year, Song of the Year, and Record of the Year, and Phineas even won Producer of the Year as well. I would highly suggest if you want to know more about Billie Eilish is checking out her documentary on Apple TV called The World's a Little Blurry. It's actually very good. It feels very intimate and it's very well paced. It's pretty long though, so make sure you carve out some time for it, but if you really want to know more about her, that's the best place to go. On July 2020, Billie released her new single, My Future, and therefore I am kind of signaling this new era of music. And in April of this year, she announced her second album, Happier Than Ever, with singles like Your Power and NDA. So Billie's music style is kind of described as dark, electro, and emo pop, and her and Phineas like to write really interesting and conversational lyrics, and you can definitely see that in their music. Phineas says that he always wants to write songs that Billie can relate to and kind of make her own. He never wants to overstep his boundaries or overshadow her when they're writing together. And Billie grew up listening to a lot of music. She listened to The Beatles, Justin Bieber, Green Day, Arctic Monkeys, Linkin Park, and Lana Del Rey. So she's definitely kind of like a sad indie emo kid. She has also cited Tyler the Creator, Childish Gambino, and Avril Lavigne to be influences as well. So now that we know a little bit more about Billie Eilish, let's get into the song Happier Than Ever. I'm going to do this song a little bit differently this week. I'm going to kind of combine the lyrics and the music together because they really go hand in hand in this song, and it's just easier for me to keep track of it this way. But this song is a little bit weird because there's no verse, chorus, verse, chorus feel. To me, I wouldn't even label really a chorus or a verse on this song. The song kind of feels like one big poem that then has this big conclusion. But definitely in the song is split into two halves. And the first half of this song kind of has more of that chorus and verse feel, while the second half of the song is just kind of a straight shot of words. So we're going to dive into it. So the first thing she sings is actually the chorus of this first half of the song. And the first half of the song has a very cute ukulele feel, and there is like a radio filter on her voice. So it starts off, when I'm away from you, I'm happier than ever. Wish I could explain it better. I wish it wasn't true. Give me a day or two to think of something clever, to write myself a letter, to tell me what to do. And the melody of this first half is actually really soft and sweet. She goes, when I'm away from you, I'm happier than ever. Wish I could explain it better. So the lyrics of the first half of this song, to me, they're sadder than the second half. And it's kind of like her begging, what did she do wrong? Because when she's away from this person, she's happier than ever, but 
she wished she wasn't happier than ever. But then the second half of this song kind of turns that theme on a dime. And I think it's paired really well with the music because the first half of this, the music is very jazzy and it kind of sounds like it's coming from the 60s. So it's a little more, so it's soft and it's a little more intimate. And then after that kind of chorus stanza, she goes into the first verse of the second half, which says, do you read my interviews or do you skip my avenue? When you said you were passing through, was I even on your way? I knew when I asked you to be cool about what I was telling you, you do the opposite of what you said you'd do, and I'd end up more afraid. Don't say it isn't fair. You clearly weren't aware that you made me miserable, so if you really want to know. And then that line, so if you really want to know, kind of ties into the chorus where she goes, when I'm away from you, I'm happier than ever. Wish I could explain it better. I wish it wasn't true. So this first verse is very interesting because it doesn't seem like she's angry yet, but she's just kind of asking this person after their relationship has ended, like, do you still keep up with me? Do you still long for me? But then she kind of goes into, like, the problem of their relationship, like, this person doing the opposite of what she'd asked they would do, and then she'd end up more afraid. And it really seemed like this person was putting her out 100%. And so this first verse kind of explains why she's happier than ever when she's away from this person. And it's really interesting because in this first verse where she's asking all these questions, she says, and I'd end up more afraid, don't say it isn't fair. And in those two lines, we kind of have this first sign of a minor chord that really changes this ukulele theme. It gets darker here. But then in the second chorus, that ukulele theme comes back. But the second chorus really has an ominous feel to it. I don't really know how to explain it other than there's backup vocals that come in to achieve this. She repeats the lines herself. There's really high-pitched kind of singing, and there's almost like an echo filter on this, so it kind of sounds like you're in a very echoey space. And there's this tone in the background that kind of gives it a darker feeling as well. So you know something's coming here at this spot in the second chorus, but you don't know what. And what I love about this song is that you don't know what's coming until it's already hit you. So we have this ukulele theme of this first half, but then there's a complete mood change and we get into an acoustic guitar strum that transitions us into this electric guitar beat drop. And now this beat drop isn't big, but the transition is just to show you that we're away from this kind of ukulele radio feel and we're back into what Billie Eilish's music kind of really sounds like. So the beginning of the outro, the lyrics go like this. You called me again, drunk in your bends, driving home under the influence. And if you watch the documentary, you definitely know who this song is about. She continues, you scared me to death, but I'm wasting my breath because you only listen to your fucking friends. I don't relate to you. I don't relate to you, no. And this is where it gets interesting. When she sings, I don't relate to you, the music kind of cuts out and it's just her. But then you hear this electric guitar in the background do this riff. It goes, and it gets harder here and it makes itself known. And then Billy continues, she goes, because I'd never treat me this shitty. You make me hate this city. And on you make me hate this city, she brings in vocals that are absolutely insane. She has screaming backup vocals. Like she has herself screaming it and she has herself singing it an octave higher. So it sounds loud and it sounds like people are screaming it with her. And that's when I first listened to this song, when I heard that line, you make me hate this city, that's when I knew that something was happening. That's when I knew something was coming. And that's really where this song gets you is that line right here. And we have the start 
part of really the outro of this song and the final theme. And after that line, you make me hate this city, there is a complete beat drop that sounds different from any Billie Eilish song we've ever heard. There is a hard electric guitar with rock and roll drum beat, and she sings, and I don't talk shit about you on the internet. Never told anyone anything bad, because that shit's embarrassing. You were my everything, and all that you did was make me fucking sad. Oh my gosh, her soft voice here sounds gorgeous, paired with hard guitars like this, and you can really feel the pain and the anger in this part of the song. Like I said earlier, if I didn't keep the cuss words in this part of the song, then this part of the song would lose all of its feelings and emotions. So the vocals here are really interesting because she's singing everything kind of in her low range. So she's going, and I don't talk shit about you on the internet. But she puts in another vocal line of her singing it up the octave so it sounds really full while there's all this really heavy guitar and drum beat going on. And then she continues this outro and she says, so don't waste the time I don't have. Don't try to make me feel bad. And those two lines, the vocal melody change a little bit. And I really like this vocal melody because it kind of sounds like moaning and groaning because she goes, don't waste the time I don't have. It's really good. And then she continues, I could talk about every time that you showed up on time, but I'd have an empty line because you never did, never paid any mind to my mother or friends, so I shut them all out for you because I was a kid. Those lines kind of hurt because you can tell how angry she is at this person who treated her friends and her and her mother so bad, but also she is angry with herself because she actually did isolate herself from friends and family for this person. And she claims that she did it because she was just a kid in love, you know? And I really like the line, I could talk about every time they showed up on time, but I have an empty line because you never did. That's kind of a big burn. And then after this part of the outro where she sings, shut them all out for you because I was a kid, she brings the music down, the heavy guitar, and the drums kind of leave. And it's kind of more intimate with us and Billy. It's not soft at all because there's still a really heavy drum beat in the back. But she sings, you ruined everything good. Always said you were misunderstood. Made all my moments your own. Just fucking leave me alone. And this is the best part of the song because she brings it down for these four lines. Where finally she's really calling out this person. You ruined everything good. You said you were misunderstood, but you really weren't. And she finally says what she's been needing to say this entire song. Not, oh, you know, when I'm away from you, I'm happier than ever, but just fucking leave me alone. That's the point that she's been trying to get off with this entire song, explaining how bad she was treated in the relationship with this person, how they didn't even spend any time for her, how they didn't pay her any mind, and how now that she's away from them, she realizes how bad it was. And so she just screams here, just fucking leave me alone, and absolutely shreds this line, and it fits as the last line of the song, this line has that same screaming line that she did when she screams, you made me hate this city. And then we have a complete beat drop and we have the same guitar riff from the beginning of the outro. And this guitar and drum just go off for like a solid minute. There's a really cool part in this ending here where the guitar and guitar strumming and then they all kind of like freeze for a little bit and then they come back on the one beat with just this big crescendo and it's so good. It gets me every time and I'm just sitting here listening to this song on repeat, you know, this whole past week and I'm just imagining it live, like in person. 
Like, if Billie Eilish doesn't actually bring out a legit electric guitar and drum for this performance, then it's not worth it because this song is just really phenomenal and a complete change from what you normally hear out of Billie Eilish. So really, this song builds to this hard rock kind of outro, but the brilliant part of this song is that you don't know that it's coming. It's almost like a complete shock. So when I first heard this Happier Than Ever line, it was actually when she was promoting the album before it ever came out. I remember it was a TikTok, you know, she was like, Happier Than Ever comes out August whatever. She used that melody line, when I'm away from you, as like the promotion. And so when I found this song off the album, I knew it was from that little promotion clip that we got on TikTok. And so I assumed that it was going to be kind of like this sad you know, realization song, you know, very soft. And then we get that first strum of an acoustic guitar that transitions into this kind of dark electric feeling. And in that first half, in that part where I called the pre-outro right before the outro, you kind of are like curious. Like when the first time I listened to it, I was sitting there and I was thinking, what is she going to do? What's about to happen? And then she screams, you make me hate this city. And that complete rock outro happens. And it was the best feeling in the world to listen to that for the first time. So I love that this song kind of tricks you. And when you can re-listen to it, then you can point out all the spots of the song where they're like alluding to this. It's brilliant. Because some songs where it has a build, big build, you can feel it. Like, great example is when I was talking about I Know the End by Phoebe Bridgers, is you kind of knew that song was building to something. And in her big outro, that build was so continuous that you knew that that final ending with all the screams and the, sh- the chaos, you felt that that was coming. But the screams and chaos in this song happen while she's still singing lyrics and verses, so you kind of didn't really expect it to just come out of nowhere. And Billy, to me, sounds amazing with hard guitars. It's very interesting. I think after you listen to this episode, you should look up, like, pop singers singing rock songs, because pop musicians most likely have very unique voices, and they either have very unique voices for pop music, but Billy to me, sounds amazing with guitars. And her signature, like, electro feel just goes out of the window with this song. And I would really love it if Billie Eilish did more songs that have, like, this heavy drums and heavy guitar feel to it. Because her voice is kind of soft, but it also is strong at the same time, so she can sing like hard, heavy rock songs, but just with like a softer voice. And that contrast just sounds really good together. And I feel like this is the best song off of the album, hands down. I definitely have other favorites off of this album, but to me, when I first heard this song, I knew it was going to be my favorite song off the album. And I truly believe music-wise and lyric-wise, it's also the best song off the album too. So my favorite parts of this song definitely have to be that first initial drop, when she screams, you make me hate this city, just because, like I said, it comes out of nowhere, and that first listen to it is just perfect. Then another favorite part of this song for me are definitely the lyrics, because she's getting off this point that she's happier than ever from this person by getting her 
anger off in this song. Being able to scream and sing with these heavy guitars really helps her feel the feelings that she needs to feel about this relationship. So I really like the lyrics and that they get off that idea. My third favorite part is the ending line of the song where she goes, just fucking leave me alone, and she just screams that. It's great to scream along to, but also it's just the perfect line to end this song. So when I was looking for the similar song section, I kind of had a little bit of a trouble not because there aren't any songs that are similar to this, but just because the experience of this song is very unique and it's kind of hard to find songs that have that same experience, but I kind of have a little bit of a hodgepodge here and I think they'll work. So the first similar song is going to be Goner by 21 Pilots. Now I know 21 Pilots is kind of like who listens to them anymore nowadays, but Blurry Face, which is the album that this song is off of, was one of my favorite albums when it was out. And this song completely goes off in its ending, very similar to Happier Than Ever. It starts off very soft and sweet and sad, and then he completely just goes off as he's screaming these really sad lyrics. So it's very similar in that build and that surprise kind of build as well. Then my second similar song today is A Day in the Life by The Beatles. I chose this because one, The Beatles are one of Billie Eilish's inspiration, and two, the ending of this song is whack, and that's very similar to how Happier Than Ever kind of comes out of nowhere and gives us a surprise ending that we've never really seen from Billie Eilish. And for me, Day of Life is definitely one of my favorite Beatles songs that's very similar to Happier Than Ever. It's definitely now one of my favorite Billie Eilish songs, but the ending of this song is very similar, and it has a really great payoff as well. And then my third similar song today is Zombie by the Cranberries, because I had to throw in kind of a rock song in there that mirrored the rock ending of Happier Than Ever, and the guitar riff here in this song and the singing style are very similar to me, and they're just very angry lyrics tied with a very heavy electric guitar feel, and that's why they kind of reminded me of each other. So Billie Eilish is hands down one of the biggest stars of our generation, and I wouldn't say I'm disappointed by the second album, but I wasn't blown away. Like I was talking about earlier, I think it's really hard to follow up an first album that was just such a huge success, but the song today, Happier Than Ever, shows that she can be diverse in her music and who she is as a musician, and so I hope that she will be diverse as she continues on. The electric guitar, build up to a big ending, and complete change of sound is why Happier Than Ever by Billie Eilish is my song of the week. listening to the 12th episode of Hannah's Song of the Week. If you want to hear more of my ramblings on some of my favorite songs, make sure to come back every Friday on most podcast platforms. If you want to keep up with the podcast, check out my Twitter below. And if you want more Song of the Week music in your life, check out the playlist I made linked below that will be updated with every new song covered on the show. Thanks again to everyone who tuned in. I hope you have a good week and listen to some good music. And don't forget to treat people with kindness. Bye!